This is Financial Standard, the definitive source of news, thought leadership and analysis for Australian wealth management professionals. Financial Standard. Take the lead. Hello, everyone. This is Chloe Walker from Financial Standard. And today I'm joined by Amy Auster, Chief Economist at PwC. Welcome, Amy. Hi, Chloe. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you. Um, So let's dive into these questions as I'd love to gain your insights on the following. Firstly, um, as the cost of living rises and geopolitical uncertainty grows, how do you expect the upcoming federal budget to address the problems facing Australia today? It's a great question um, and pretty complicated. Uh, But 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 I do think we've I, I think there's some some good, some good news ahead. Um, we are in challenging times. So we know that inflation is going up around the world and in Australia. Um, we know that interest rates are going up around the world and in Australia. We are better off here than in many of our, many of our major trading partners and, and other countries like the US and, and the UK, but uh, it is an uncertain time. And where that comes to in the budget is, is, I think, in two ways. First of all, to make sure that the budget is not working against those higher interest rates. So if we're trying to tame inflation, we need to make sure we're not pushing too much money into the economy, including through the budget. And the second is to demonstrate that we still have enough capacity in a fiscal sense to support the economy should we really run into strife? So heading into the pandemic, we had net debt at just below 20% of GDP. um, And we had to spend quite a lot of money to get through the pandemic. Uh, But we're still in a a pretty good fiscal position overall. And I think that's good news in terms of being confident we've got that backstop if we need it. And what other major themes uh, do you expect to emerge from the budget? And do you think there's going to be any clear winners or losers? Uh, Well, I think the major themes are the ones that we heard from Labor uh, pre-election. And really, this budget will express those election commitments. So um, we're talking about a focus on childcare. We're talking about a focus on improving Medicare. We're talking on a general focus about, uh, I suppose, making sure that government and the public sector are working properly and that public administration is working properly. Um, so there, I think there is a, there is a cost of living and a well-being focus, to be sure. Um, but I don't, I, I wouldn't expect anything much um, beyond what we heard the government speaking about at the election. And how is Australia looking from an economic perspective at the moment um, compared to some of its global counterparts? Uh, Look, like I said, it's a really worrying time, especially overseas. And as compared to to, um, some of our counterparts, and in fact, a lot of our counterparts, we've done phenomenally well. So through the pandemic, we didn't have a recession. We've had strong, we've had decent growth. We have inflation, but it's not as high as in other countries. Um, we have uh, we have quite low unemployment and less dislocation. So, from an economic well-being perspective, we made it through the pandemic pretty well. Especially when you look at the experience of other countries who are really still um, struggling economically at the moment. 
Now, we do have this inflation problem. We have very tight labor markets. Um, we have very high labor force participation. So it's going to be hard to get uh, hard to address those labor shortages without really starting to um, uh, catalyze a bit of migration and, and get that visa processing system going. Uh, and that's something I think to look for in the budget as well. Uh, but but overall, uh, certainly on a comparative basis, Australia is looking quite good. That's always good to hear. <laughs> so, Amy, there's several other countries that are looking to likely enter a recession. What impact will that have on Australia and how likely or unlikely is it that we might follow suit? So that's a that's a complex picture. Uh, and I think the general um, perception is that there is a rising risk of um, of recession overseas. Mm. There's a lot of uh, fear in financial markets right now. Um, the Australian dollar is quite weak, which is always a sign that um, people are less and less willing to take on risk in the global markets. And so, yeah, globally, there is definitely that concern. If there's recessions happening in our major trading partners, that does, and in the financial markets, that does, to some extent, flow through to Australia. Um, but we have some good buffers as well. As I mentioned, we still have a lot of fiscal capacity to support ourselves should we need it. We also have, uh, most unusually, a very strong current account surplus, which is a technical thing. But what it basically means is that more people uh, is that Australia is more investing more outside of Australia than in, meaning um, should people start to draw back their investment, withdraw investment overseas, it's not going to affect us because we kind of have enough money to keep to, to keep the economy going without borrowing from offshore, if that makes sense. Very different to the position Australia was in entering the global financial crisis, where our offshore borrowings had to be addressed or rolled over. And that was that put a bit of strain on the economy. We're not in that position this time. So I think the impact will mainly be, um, if you like, in business sentiment and in consumer sentiment. Um, and we know, of course, rising interest rates um, has dampened the property market and that affects sentiment as well. So I think mainly will be affected through sentiment and people being concerned about what's happening overseas. But actually, economic activity uh, is is pretty strong. And um, finally, as we inch towards a new year, what do you think we can expect in 2023? Um, I think we can expect some moderation. I think uh, higher interest rates um, are going to start to flow through to economic activity to a degree. I think we might see slower growth um, and we're going to see a return to what looks like more normal economic cycle. So more normal levels of in, uh, certainly of inflation and also of interest rates. And, uh, and hopefully uh, we can get that behind us um, in the first half of the year uh, and kind of bottom that out um, and return to a stronger, kind of a stronger outlook in the second half of the year. So, um, you know, always hoping when you have a slowdown that it's a shallow and short one. Can't bank on it, but, but we can hope that, that that'll be the case. Yes, fingers and toes crossed. <laughs> fingers and toes crossed. Well, those were all my questions. Amy, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. It's been a pleasure chatting to you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this Financial Standard podcast. For more information, visit financialstandard.com.au. 
Please keep in mind that the information discussed in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider personal circumstances. Reliance should not be placed on any content without further independent financial research and advice. 